Welcome to Crawl Space. I'm Tim here today with Lance. Lance, how are you today? Doing fantastic today, Tim, but I got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I hope everyone out there is uh, feeling great as well. Tim, you were very upset during this interview. Are you still upset? How are you? No, I am still very upset. We, we've got Dr. Shiloh from LA Not So Confidential in this conversation. We've also got her daughter, Sydney, who's a podcaster of her own, joining us in this conversation that was recorded live on our social media platforms in as part of our Crime and Culture Night just about a couple of weeks ago. But Lance, we're speaking about hauntings. We're speaking about specifically a haunted doll that Sydney owns. And they are acting like this isn't creepy in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, you were very let down by the lack of actual creepiness in this interview. We had Sydney on uh, with her mom, Dr. Shiloh, to help promote Sydney's podcast, Beyond the Gravestone. So subscribe to Beyond the Gravestone. And a huge element of this podcast and a huge element of the lives of Sydney and Shiloh and their family is Sydney's haunted doll, Lori. And she goes out of her way to say Lori is a happy individual. Lori is not a malicious entity. She has attached herself to the doll and she is a good spirit and has always provided good vibes. Uh, Shiloh even said when we were in Savannah on the ghost tour, she held the doll and she was like, I feel better holding the doll. So there's nothing spooky about Lori. And it's almost like she's a part of their family. You know, it's spooky right now to me. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone and, and everyone's like, oh, this isn't spooky. This is just a haunted doll. This isn't spooky. Well, guess what? It is spooky. It's creepy. <laughs> sorry, Sydney. Sorry, Shiloh. But I'm not sorry. You're very worked up about it. You're very animated about it because expectations were set at an unrealistic level for you, I think. And <laughs> I guess so. you did. You did have a couple of moments during the interview that were, I don't want to go as far as to say aggressive, but yeah. it just sort of bubbled over, I think, for you. And it concerned Sydney. She actually asked you if you were OK. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm still not. Okay. And no. you're not. You're not. <laughs> Don't come to the, I get what you're saying. Don't come to the table with a haunted doll and then explain to us what the definition of haunted is. And it's really not a negative uh, definition. It means simply that something is attached to an animate object. So, yeah, don't, don't Sydney splain us. <laughs> hey, God forbid we try to creep our audience out on the show called Crawl Space on Halloween. <laughs> well, now I'm on that side. Now I got a bone to pick with Sydney. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I hope you enjoy this conversation. It was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, definitely subscribe to Beyond the Gravestone and her first podcast, Career Quest. You can find links in the show notes. And also subscribe to LA Not So Confidential as if you don't already. Right. If, if you don't, unsubscribe and then subscribe <laughs> again and tell a friend. And uh, you can follow Sydney on Twitter at CareerQuestPod, podcast by Sydney, if you want to just search that. It's a really fun show. And even in her intro, she references Lori, and it's a really funny moment. She says that Lori is her her, her haunted doll co-host that doesn't say anything. And then she's like, say hi, Lori. And then nothing happens, but it's hilarious. I'm pretty sure I heard her growl, like it was some really... Oh, yeah evil like growl like i had to bring the the audio into uh into my editing software to define this growl but i saw it there in the waveform 
Um, so the doll is not friendly. The doll is growling. <laughs> doll, doll's growling at you. <laughs> and if you love what we do here at Crawl Space, check out our subscription show. You can access it at crawlspace.supportingcast.fm. We've actually bundled the Crawl Space and the missing subscription services together, and we deliver ad-free episodes as well as a weekly bonus show that we just know you're going to love. And there's a lot of other elements that are going to be available to our subscribers. We're working through it. We keep saying it. Um, it's it, it, There was a lot of wrinkles. So we're ironing out those wrinkles. We we have an iron, an ironing board. We have a steamer. So we're going to steam <laughs> out some of the wrinkles too. And soon it'll be a well-oiled machine. I feel like this is a Benjamin Button situation where uh, <laughs> where we started wrinkled and we're ironing it out as we go. All right, everyone, follow us on social media at Crawlspace Podcast or Crawlspace Pod. Thank you for listening. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here we are tonight, joined by Dr. Shiloh and her daughter, Sydney. How are you two doing tonight? Hi, guys. We're doing well. Thanks for having us. I'm doing Sydney, Sydney's not sure how she's feeling with her first live stream. <laughs> it's okay. There's, there's only 42,000 people watching. We're actually <laughs> streaming it to Times Square as well. But Tim, you're playing with fire there by not introducing Lori the doll. Oh, is Lori. She's Sydney can introduce her. She's 37 okay. years old. Um and she owns this doll. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Oh okay. well, hey. So. Yeah, I well no, no. I'm uh, I want to get into this for sure. Anyway. But first, Shiloh and Sydney, you've got several podcasts. Between the two of you, you've got at least what? Uh at least three podcasts that I know of off the top of my head. Uh yes. can you can you describe these podcasts uh, to it's us? It's like Sydney has no respect for my life and my time. She's just like, Mom, I need to produce another podcast with you. <laughs> you want to tell them about your first podcast? Okay, so my first podcast is called Career Quest. I basically inter people, interview people for their jobs. And like I talk about like their experiences and stuff on there. And it's for kids. Yes. You <laughs> you interview people for for a job or you interview people about their current jobs? About their current jobs. Oh, okay. That is awesome. Uh where did you get that idea? I don't remember. That was a long time ago. It was. I obviously, you know, I think she saw that I was doing podcasting from home and took an interest in it. Um and she decided one day that she wanted to start her own podcast. So her dad and I said, come up with an idea and we'll support it. It's easy enough to do now that I know what I'm doing. And she, that's what she came up with. She said that it, if I remember correctly, she said, 
I want to help kids decide what they want to be, what they grow up. So why don't I just interview a different adult about their job every week? And that's when she was seven that she came up with this idea. Oh God, I'm and a mastermind. I know. <laughs> I was like, it's brilliant. You'll make a million dollars. We'll all be living off of you one day. Um, and yeah, so we put out the first season in 2019. So it, she's done three seasons and it drops every January. She does 10 episodes a season. Fantastic. That is amazing. Such a great idea. And uh, did, did it help you decide what you want to do or just getting some insight into a lot of uh, careers? Kind of. Like I got to see, like I got to pick what like I kind of like wanted to do. But um, I don't think I've interviewed anybody about the job I want yet. True, but I feel like when you interview the executive director of Heritage Square, well, yeah. you got the idea. So why don't you tell them about like how that prompted you to think about what you want to do now? So like the when I was interviewing her, she was like, and like how they moved the furniture around and like the Well, houses. tell them what Heritage Square is. Oh, Heritage Square um, Museum is this place in LA with all these old Victorian houses that were like taken there because they were going to be like torn down. So they basically saved them there and like restore them and like keep them there. Like, okay. So then so, Tim's nodding wait. his head. I feel like you guys know this place <laughs> yes. from being in LA before. I I never visited, but I was familiar with the name. Yeah. Yeah. So then you were interviewing her. Yeah. And she was talking about how they like move the furniture around. And I was saying how like, I love like doing that. I don't know, like games and stuff. And like, just seeing like the final product is like so amazing to me. So like, so she thought she might be interested in interior design. That's kind of where she's leaning right now. Sydney, tell us about your new podcast, because I am on the edge of my seat about this one. And, uh, yeah, this is, this has got me, uh, feeling a little uneasy already. So basically it's about me sharing my experiences and interviewing people for their experiences or like if they're like a medium or like a psychic or, um, if they're like, I don't know, do you call it ghost hunter? I think you call it ghost paranormal investigation. Yes, that. Um, if they do that and like, I don't know, like what's their crazy, most craziest experiences. Sydney's a very spooky kid. Yes. Like loves spooky stuff. <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't scare me, but, um, tell them about your, what you mean by your experiences though. Talk about when it first started. So I guess it first started kind of last year when weird stuff started happening. So I was like, I don't know, sleeping or whatever. And then I feel like a breath on my ear. Like I also hear it. Like it's the weirdest, like it literally felt like someone was breathing on my ear when I was sleeping. And so I got super scared and what a kid does, they just put their head under the cover. So that's exactly what I did. And I did that probably for like two nights. And then like, I was like, whatever, it was probably just the wind or whatever. And so I stick my head out and I feel something like press, press down on my head, like trying to push me back down. And that scared me. So obviously I just put my head back under the covers and acted like nothing happened. But 
then I don't know, maybe a month or a few weeks later, I like was brushing out all my doll's hair for no reason because I have a problem. <laughs> um, but so I was just doing that and I see out of the corner of my eye behind me, I see like this foot, just like a foot, like, like certain, a disembodied foot. Yeah. Like it was like black, like a, like, like black colored foot 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 why can't i speak was it oh was there a shoe on the foot no or was, it was, it a was like a straight up barefoot and it looked like it was about to take a step and so i turn around and it's totally gone we've lived in this house for 17 years up until that point nothing never experienced anything and my husband and i are like were skeptics See how she gave me that side eye? Mm. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> like, if you dare say that, get, get off, get off this live stream. But it was like nothing before this. Okay. So like, okay. I just saw that and, you know, I didn't speak of it for probably months. And then. Oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. Did you, I need to take it back to when you saw the foot. You were, you were uh, brushing that doll's hair. No, I didn't have her yet. Dif- okay. Different doll. Was this like through a mirror? You saw it through a mirror and you turned around, or you said no, like out of like, the corner? No, like I was just eye? like I don't know what I was doing. I was like I just like kind of turned around and I saw the corner of my eye behind me, like just a foot, and then I fully turned around and it was gone. And I I was going to ask if you immediately told anybody, but then you just said that it was a couple of months or a few months before you said anything. Yeah, I didn't say anything. I literally remember just throwing the doll across my room or whatever and going up to my mom and be like hey what are you doing he's like I literally went up to you on your bed just so what are you doing on your computer like didn't tell me but came to just you know <laughs> just be in a safe space don't let me be alone yeah so and when you turned it was gone yeah okay and what made you decide to to tell your mom eventually you know, I don't really remember. It might have been when I got her that I started telling you. It seemed like prob- like from the timeline that I can gather because she didn't tell me right away. But soon after that, she started getting more interested in sort of paranormal things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, YouTube is a wealth of information. So, <laughs> of you, course, YouTube. kind of <laughs> like looking at other people's experiences there, I think. Um, and then it was just before Christmas last year, right? Yeah. That we ended up finding Lori. So Lori, the, the doll used to be mine. And I had a whole collection of porcelain dolls um, that are up in a box in the garage somewhere. And so we were either getting Halloween or Christmas decorations down. Nope. Nope. I just no? wanted to see them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just straight up wanted to see So we them. got those down and then um, Lori really, like, Sydney really connected with Lori. But by that time, you didn't have dowsing rods. No, yet. I was using the spirit box app. Tell them what a spirit box app is. So basically on my phone, I have this app called, like, Nephrohonic. And it, I don't know how to explain, just, like, it says I guess what they say like it connects with them I'm sorry I hate you um and when I asked if this one was haunted because for some reason I was doing that it just kept repeating Lori 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 just like over and over 
And then finally I asked it again and it said yes. So I just like kept it. <laughs> so we kept Lori. But like, I really want to talk about a weird experience that I didn't share on my podcast in the introduction. Okay. So I was in the office. I was like over there. You can't see it at my dad's desk doing homework. And I was just like staring off at the wall for no reason because I didn't want to do my homework. <laughs> Who does? nobody great question yes um and I just get this like weird picture of this lady she like has her hands on my shoulders and she's just standing there looking down at me and it was so freaky because it just came out of nowhere so this was just a vision in your head yeah like it just came out of nowhere and I just like turn around nothing there obviously and when you had your desk over behind us, I turned around and I told you like what happened. And you're like, weird. Now continue doing your homework. <laughs> Just like, So it was, it was around that time that Sydney started realizing that she was having some experiences that um, were connecting her more with energies, paranormal mm-hmm. um, spirits. And she kind of leaned into that and is learning to navigate that territory. So I think that's also really the theme throughout the podcast is her just sort of talking out how this has all come to be in the last year or so and how she's trying to figure it out. When you um, had this image of the woman with her hands on your shoulders, this was something that popped into your head. Were your eyes open or closed? Did it like, cause you to... They were open. Okay. And then just pop right in your head. Yeah. Uh, what did, did, did you, were you able to make out what she looked like or how old she was? She had like long hair. To be honest, she kind of looked like Lori, but I know it's not Lori because she told me it wasn't her. Okay. But like, I don't know, maybe fifties or forties. That's like okay. kind of what she looked like. And you just said something there. That's very interesting that I don't want to ignore. She kind of looked like Lori, the spirit that's in that's that's uh haunting your doll but she told you she wasn't Lori. so with my dowsing rods Lori uh, okay told let's Sydney that it wasn't her yes yes uh, oh this please tell us this story so you used your dowsing rods to find out who the woman was yeah it was probably christmas when i got it and so i was just like also a gift from uncle scott the dowsing rods <laughs> of course of all the of gifts that sydney got you know the the 15 dowsing rods were her favorite, favorite. <laughs> <laughs> those those 15 ones i could have probably like made yeah those those are those are the best ones can't put a price on these things Get the hundreds of dollars, you know, spent on her else. Yes. <laughs> otherwise <laughs> the 15 dollars so that out. that's primarily how she communicates with Lori. Yeah. And so that's how you found out that Lori is 37? Yes. Like, I think I was, like, when I started using them more and kind of connecting with her, I got, like, that she was kind of, like, in her 30s, and I guess 37. And was it when we were trying to figure out the date she died? I think it was that. It was me and Shelby. We were mm-hmm. on a call. And we were trying to figure out when Lori died and when she was born. And that's when we found out she was 37. I just remembered in your, um, in the first trailer to Beyond the Gravestone, you said that you're, I don't know if you said your co-host is Lori. The, and My she doesn't silent talk co-host. And, silent co-host. And you like say hi and then there's nothing. 
It's hilarious. <laughs> yes, I love that. That's like yeah. the best part in it. <laughs> well, what's funny is like I was expecting to hear something too, which made it even funnier. There you go. Imagine if you heard something though. <laughs> it's like we didn't even edit it in. You I just know. Hear something. Oh, Ooh, could you EMF? imagine you? You go back and you look at the the audio wave after, and there's like a little blip there, and then you'd like highlight it, and you should look at that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsors, and now we're back to the program. So Shiloh, when Sydney starts telling you about this, where's your head at? So we actually, in episode three that will come out, Sydney interviews me about sort of how this all happened, but also my perspective on it. Um, You know, I think being very much a skeptic all my life, okay, but then you hear it from your own kid's mouth, right? Mm -hmm. So there's these sort of dual experiences going on for me. And interestingly, I think it was last October, Scott and I did an episode on parapsychology and just kind of looking at research and science and what's there and what isn't yet. And through that experience, I really came away saying, okay, I I think there's a lot science can't explain yet. And then, then that's my comfortable spot to kind of be with this and don't doubt her for a second. I haven't from the beginning and I've always wanted her to just feel supported and whatever this experience will lead to, whether her gifts sort of strengthen or, you know, maybe one day they kind of fizzle out because she gets older and she becomes an adult and is, you know, consumed by all the adult stuff. I know. <laughs> um, They're just like, you better not say something wrong. And you know, like staring at you the whole time. <laughs> we're just kind of writing it for what it is. Um, but I know she's, she's in a place where she's very comfortable letting us know about experiences. Um, I'm also, I've always been that skeptic. That's like, okay, I'm skeptical, but I want to know all the stories, like tell me everything and let's go to spooky places. So I think that (laughs) feeds her well too, because I'll find locations. And, you know, when we were in Savannah with you, Lance was like, all right, we're definitely booking a ghost tour. Um, and checking all of our, our pictures and videos afterwards to see if we caught anything. So you know, that, that piece is certainly fun. Um, I still have yet to really have any experiences. Have I, have I heard something in the house? I know you're, you heard like that little girl that me and Shelby were talking to say mom, like, yeah, I, I thought I have heard Sydney saying mom, um, which is probably like the most common word that's uttered in this house. <laughs> um, so and then you'll come in and I'll be like, what? I asked if it's her, um, but then recently my husband also thought he heard her saying mom Yeah, and I wasn't home. Um, he thought he was was like, like from the gym and he comes in and my, I'm in my room. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I really, but I haven't had anything else solid other than that, that I've experienced, but I honestly, I think I'm pretty closed off to it. So Okay. Uh, now tell me more about Lori, the doll. And uh, you mentioned the house, the, this house, uh, seems like a house of horrors at this point. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Voices. There's probably flies that are all over the windows. Yeah. Um, were there, have, have there been experiences in the house before, um, you know, the past like year or so? 
No, I mean, I think when we started talking about this, my dad who comes down and stays pretty often with us, he comes down several times a year from Northern California and will stay for weeks. You know, he finally said to Sydney, like, oh, I've, I've like seen shadows in the house before, um, <laughs> which were you bringing here? And, and now that I'm thinking about it, I think he's tried to like, tell me that before. And I'm like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> just cool. zip zip where you're at i don't want to hear it papa. i just know, like i know papa's no. probably watching right now too so <laughs> hi but i mean really no and and you know we've always we've had animals nothing weird i will say i of course this is in hindsight i remember getting a very eerie feeling when she was a baby one time where she was sort of looking up into the hallway up towards the ceiling seemed like she was interacting with something. And I was just like, okay, don't even turn around. Always when you're a baby. Babies do this. <laughs> Always when you're a baby. But it was just once. It was just once. It was only once. All it takes is once. I know. I know. Oh, and we set out the REM pod. Right there. This device in so the back of the room. Oh, yeah. Something go off, it's at, yeah. You have to be close to it to- Oh um, my God. Hold on, I need to oh. reset it now. Sorry. We got to reset the REM pod. <laughs> you have to reset it now. So- we- we we have somebody in the chat uh, named SC that says we need to take Sid to Northern State Hospital here in Washington. Is it haunted? From what I understand, it's supposed to be. It's an old asylum, perhaps. It's now abandoned. I don't know. Oh, abandoned. Will this be like a, a special season of Beyond the Gravestone where you travel to haunted locations and maybe bring uh, Lori with you and, and some uh, dowsing rods? Well, one, I always bring my dowsing rods and Lori. Um, <laughs> uh, Lori is part of the family. She goes, she she's she was in our Christmas photos. She was in our Christmas card last year, Christmas <laughs> photos. Um, she's traveled to more places than I did in my first few years of life. <laughs> now, what happens if Lori doesn't make it? What, what if you just, you pack up the car, you're off for the day, and whoops, we forgot Lori. Too late. We're already stuck in traffic on the freeway. We can't turn around now. Um, we did that once. Most likely, like, I think most of the time her spirit comes, but she likes staying near her doll. Okay. And is there a difference between her, like, her spirit? You've mentioned her spirit now. Is that connected to the doll? Or is it that of uh, of someone who was once living? Well, yeah, she lived once um, in her life. And um, when you mean haunted, they're basically attached. It doesn't mean like they see through the doll or they're inside of it, but like they kind of stay near the object they're attached to. Like haunted houses, they have a lot of activity because things are haunted to it. That means they're attached, so they like to stay near the house. That's pretty cool that you know, like that definition of haunted because it never, it used to never mean like supernatural. It just used to mean this is something that people are attached to. Mm-hmm. And then I don't even know where along the lines it became supernatural, but uh, that's what you're saying about Lori that that become that is the object that she has attached herself to. Yes. Yeah. Like last week, Sydney and I were at Disneyland and we did not bring Lori. We brought Lori when we've stayed at the hotel before. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't bring the doll with us, yeah. but Sydney was like, she's definitely here. Like I can tell her energy is here with us. Um, and like, then, and the happiness she had during it, like I could feel her happiness. Like she was super excited because I don't think she, mansion. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if she actually went on it. 
Oh, it's and- it's ironic. She doesn't like scary things, and she's a ghost. <laughs> okay, so it never happened that she was left at home, maybe accidentally, and then she was mad at you, or that or you're. No, the, Lori never gets mad. Moved. She's so sweet. She okay. would never get mad. She just gets disappointed. Like, okay, like I rarely yeah. like. I've probably only seen her sad like once. I've never seen her angry. She like never gets mad. There is a good energy about this doll. I I was holding her when we were on our walking tour in Savannah and it it's so like it's weird to describe and that these words are even coming out of my mouth. But she had just like a great energy where I just felt like happy holding her. It wasn't like, oh, I feel safe or secure. It's just it's just happiness. Like yeah. you're being around someone like you love being around and like they have this happy energy. It's like that. Yeah. Okay. So let's make it very clear that even though the doll is haunted by Lori, Lori is not a spirit, an entity that is looking to cause any harm. She's uh-huh. just, she's, she's, she's just there like with us. you. Yeah. She has feelings too. And she's always nice. Then the next episode that's coming out next week is more about Lori and her story. Um, because Lori has been able to tell us where she was when she passed, um, a little bit about her background, where she came from, Mm -hmm. things like that. Oh, well, I really need, like, I feel like if I was your age, Sydney, uh, living in this house, I think I would be experiencing more things. I feel like because my uh, my soul has been battered down <laughs> into my adulthood. adulthood. You're like, um, no. <laughs> I feel like it's not opening up as much as I want it to, as much as I try to have it open up. But whatever is here is is kind of similar, I think, to you, to Lori. It's like a really good energy. And when things do happen, it's very playful. It's not anything that you feel threatened by. That's good. So yeah, I I just probably need some uh some you know techniques what? to to open you know myself up a little. You know more. what, Lance? I don't want to mm. hear it. Mm. And Sydney, I, I'm get I'm getting this close to not wanting to hear it from you too. This is oh, ha- this is oh Halloween season. What the hell? Have me on. What are, what are we talking not, about here? We're talking about Cas- Casper the Friendly Ghost over here. For, for Christ's sake! You want something sinister? Yes. That's not good. What are we doing here? Are you the real ghost here? (laughs) I'm definitely haunted. And we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsors. And now we're back to the program. Okay. Uh, Sorry for that, uh, that outburst. Um, What about like, uh, like Annabelle or, or any of those movies or anything? Are these movies that, uh, that you've watched at this point? She hasn't watched Annabelle. And (laughs) I wish not to. She loves like classic stuff. She's like, can we watch Halloween again this year? <laughs> I'm just like, okay. I Michael guess. Myers Halloween. Yeah. Um, she really likes classic, like um, universal monster stuff. Yes. So we did Halloween Horror Nights for the first time this year. Oh no, don't talk about that. <laughs> she lasted a couple of good hours, so. Oh good. It was yeah, daytime. so much fun. What about yeah. the Twilight Zone? Well, and it was even worse because it was night. It was even worse. Yeah. But but do you like being in a, uh having that do you like being scared when you're watching a movie? Sort of. I have okay. to, I have to make fun of the characters to make myself not scared. Oh wow. 
That's what I, I do with say, our guests when we have guests on the show. I would say she likes to be intrigued, like a little more cur- mm. curious about it. Um, so I definitely think more of like the paranormal theme rather than like horror jump scare stuff. What about uh, Trick or Treat? We haven't seen that. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, really? I, that's worth a it? really good one. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's like like an anthology there's like three stories there and it's it's on the younger side like it's not it's not crazy horror it's uh definitely spooky and really interesting and good um but it's not it's actually like yeah younger horror i would call it yeah so i that might be right if you if you're already watching halloween i think you'd be okay (laughs) with trick-or-treat yeah yeah we balance it there's a lot of hocus pocus beetlejuice (laughs) in the house too so yes good yeah. Oh yeah. I, f- I feel like Beetlejuice is a good choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. We just watched it last night. Good okay. stuff. We uh, love this time of year. So when does Beyond the Gravestone officially kick off? Episode one came out today. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So Very we're dropping good. every Monday. Um, she the first three episodes are her talking about some experiences, but like she was saying, she does want to interview people about their own ghost stories and experiences. Um, And then also people in the industry, she has an interview lined up to talk to someone who does historical research and curates walking tours, um, a paranormal investigator. And she's hoping to get her favorite psychic medium interviewed, who is someone that Scott and I interviewed for our behind the couch live stream and we're probably going to be doing a paranormal investigation with her at Heritage Square next month. So um, <laughs> hopefully she will agree to do Sydney's podcast, too, to talk about her experiences. Yeah. Is the entire series going to have that, like, uh, very, I guess, like, relaxed atmosphere? Because it's it's very comforting when you hear it. Yeah, I mean, it's not spooky to listen like, to. Right. No, I don't want to make it sound scary because I don't want people to go like, oh, I don't like this stuff. Like Exactly, exactly. Yeah, good. Obviously, good, good. people need to know there's not always good spirits, but still, I don't want to make it seem like they're all bad. Yeah, exactly. And you said something in that introduction about how some people might have this ability and some people like you, maybe everybody has this ability, but some people might not have opened themselves up to it or they don't allow themselves to have it. So I just wanted to get your feelings on that. Do you feel like everybody has the ability to connect with some, with um, entities that are on the other side and they're just for, you know, whatever reason blocking that, you know, it, I'm not really sure, but it might be that it's stronger for other people and not as strong for other people. So it might be different for everybody. But ultimately, everybody has has the potential. Yeah. If they want to, at least. And probably as Oh, kids. yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. What's your feelings on Ouija boards? If we're if we're saying if you have a potential to contact someone from beyond the grave, would you ever say like, well, the first thing you should do is grab a Ouija board? No, because so the last thing you should do. Yes, I feel like it. It's easier. It's probably easier for 
I don't know, bad things, demonic things, whatever you want to call it, um, to communicate through that because they can basically say anything on that. Hmm. So it's not just yes or no. Yeah. They have the option to like spell things out. Yeah. And they also have like probably like the option to try to summon more things with it Mm. since there's other words on it. So they could like, I don't know, try to chant something on it. See, I think that's so interesting because from my perspective and looking at like culturally and historically and also through a skeptic lens, right? Like really what's the difference between that and dowsing rods? If you're just asking questions and hoping that something moves this object to communicate with you. But every time she has been like, mom, can I get a Ouija board? Or we see one at a store and I'm like, hell no. You <laughs> Like it just has that connotation attached to it. Yeah. It always well, has a bad feeling. But at the end of the day, like what's the difference? I don't know. But maybe for the podcast, you know, I think I think we could probably <laughs> talk her into this. Like, <laughs> Sydney, don't I be mean, that bad. <laughs> so what do you have? What total like what equipment do you have that you use already? I have my REM pod back there, my EMF meter, my dowsing rods. I have pendulums. I don't use those as much. I don't. I prefer not using those. The, the app, box yeah, app. yeah. It was really cool. We went to um. We did an experience at Heritage Square where they kind of taught you every um, technique that they would use in Victorian times to try and communicate with the dead. And so like in each house, they would teach you a different technique. So there was the pendulum and like holding that over a piece of paper that maybe had some actually talked writings on it. When oh, I was did? in there. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and then like just seeing, you know, a blank piece of paper with a pencil and seeing if someone will, something will write through you. Um, oh, why don't you tell the story when we were holding, they had you hold old objects. Tell that story. Is it spooky? You'll like this one. Perfect. Too. Perfect. So, um, okay, great. Basically we were saying in the hail house, so I, we were like passing around objects and I got handed the, that's the Hale house, um, these old objects. And I got these glasses, like eyeglasses, old Yeah, they're super small too. Like, let me say I was wearing this jacket and like, it, it kind of was like, I don't know, like it had a, a collar. It had a collar. And I feel someone, someone's hand go like this on my neck like a whole entire hand and the fact that I was like wearing like a collar with the jacket was crazy and I like I immediately turned to look at you I was like yeah not to mention I was sitting right next to you so I could see if someone had been touching I was like did you just do that (laughs) but um like it was super weird and I told you I think I told you right after Mm -hmm. and then after like it was all done we went in front of that house and turned on the spirit box app and asked who did it, got what the name was again. So the tour ended, we asked, hey, can we go back over there with our spirit box and just ask a couple questions? And they said, yeah, of course. So the spirit box app was actually very quiet. Usually it's very chatty and it's, it's hard to like make out a lot of it. But she asked the question, who touched my neck when I was in the house? And clear as day, I heard it say, William. And I was like, okay. So we went back over to where the staff was and we told them what happened. And they said, oh, the house next door, that's the William Perry house. 
and stop it. No, I'm serious. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew it as the Perry House, but I didn't know the dude's first name. That, but and then I heard that clear as day. It was on the outside of your jacket, or it went like under the collar, like inside. Like I felt someone's hand on my neck. So through the jacket. And said William. All right. Does it record the spirit box? How does that work? I kind of want to go get it, my phone. It sounds like um, almost like you're tuning through a radio yeah. yep. and voices come through. And it's it's um, like you'll hear voices, male voices, female voices, sort of uh, different tones and things like that. So not the way that Sydney has explained it to me is it's not always... Um, like if a woman is speaking through it, it doesn't always come through in a woman's voice. It's just sort of using words that are in there. Does that make yeah. sense? Like if it sounds like an adult, it might be a kid. Like, mm-hmm. mm. and cause you said that basically spirits can kind of present themselves yeah. at whatever age they want to. Right. Like Kelsey, she saw her as a little girl when I see Lori, when she's 37, so Sydney sees Lori in your mind, right? You have yeah, not it's seen like a these, vision like, vision of her. Things. Like she hasn't seen an apparition of Lori. Yeah, in like person. Lori communicates with her through your mind mm-hmm. <laughs> and you also get visions. Um, but when Scott and I were interviewing Kelsey Davies, who's a psychic medium, um, we were telling her about Lori and she's like, I see a little, I think I see Lori in the room, like right here where Mm -hmm. we were broadcasting. And she's like, but she's presenting as a little girl to me. Um, But, you know, they can present kind of however they want or whatever age. Interesting. And like, I'm just going to say Lori looks like her doll, except her, I see her with her hair down. So do you think that Lori picked that doll because she saw a resemblance to herself? Hmm. Yes. So Lori, like she wears a dress like this, except her dress is like a lighter blue. Um, But she thought it looked really like her and she thought it was very beautiful. That's why she chose it. And then she growled. (laughs) What do you want all the bad stuff? (laughs) And then blood came out of her eyes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like waiting for him to say that now. Let me let me ask you guys a question, Shiloh and Sydney. How many people were at Halloween Horror Nights when you were? Maybe like a dozen, maybe 15 people, something like that. You mean in our group? No, no, no. How many people were there when you went? <laughs> oh, my God. People were waiting in line for like three hours for one maze. Oh, so you're saying that people come from all over, from miles and miles to be scared? Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> Are you okay? That's just my question. <laughs> no, I'm not. This is a child's podcast. This is not Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to sage after this, just in case you like. Yeah, trying where to bring... are you trying to bring in here? Jordan from the Nighttime Podcast just popped in. Oh, cool. Yeah. He yeah. said, what in the cursed doll is happening here? Which <laughs> is a great question. Sydney, is, the, is there a difference between your doll being haunted and being cursed? Being cursed is like witchcraft and being haunted is she's attached to the doll. You didn't even hesitate. I throw her into the dumpster. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm sorry to say that wouldn't anger the spirits at all. 
You have to burn her, though, if she was cursed. You have to burn it, her and throw her sink into her in a, the river. A, a wood chipper, and then and then sink her. It, it, put her in a chest and, <laughs> and, and lock and it with, with a like if, padlock. When we get these like weird dolls or see them, she, me and my friends are like, if we saw that thing in the middle of the night, we'd throw it across our room, throw it out our window into our pool. <laughs> yeah. So like Robert the doll and Annabelle, those are cursed. Yes. Okay. But the pool's not going to do it. I mean, maybe the chlorine will get, will get them eventually, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> Don't swallow. It'll just make them really clean. <laughs> so actually, this when this all, when she started, like, when she felt the breath on her face, when she saw the foot, we had gone to an estate sale, and oh we got a doll that was from Jamaica, like a little figurine. I'm going to go get the doll. Okay, go get it. It's sage now, so it's good. Yeah, we cleansed that doll. But we we yeah, got don't the, think it's still haunted. <laughs> we got we got this little doll, and it was after that that stuff started happening. And Sydney was like, I don't know about this doll. This doll must be cursed. But um, and she did. She was like, she threw it outside, she left it out outside overnight, and I was like, you don't want to piss it off. Yeah, <laughs> you better go get that thing. It yeah let's cleanse it let's let's sage it or something um but i mean it's a beautiful doll but this is her wow so, i didn't know you saw oh her. that's beautiful right yeah yeah really cool looking i also so, brought this just in case we wanted to use the spirit box app there's only a few minutes left but i guess uh, Jordan uh, asked a really good question. Have you tried capturing uh, Lori being animated in any way? For example, filming it in time lapse overnight, leaving it uh, with a microphone overnight, anything like that? No. I don't know if Lori's spirit is strong enough to like move hmm. things. Like, she's never done that before. So, yeah, no. she's she has um so sydney's heard her and that's more recently like that's just really yeah. in the last couple months she has activated the rem pod she's not even that good of turning the rem yeah pod she's on. not really that good at it um but she has before i've been there where sydney has asked her to and and she's done it yeah, so she's i don't good at making the emf meter go off though so maybe her energy is getting a little bit stronger. Maybe that'll be something in the future, but I don't know. We'll have to see. I feel like she and Sydney are kind of learning together, which yeah. is weird. <laughs>